So when you want to study what kind of person to marry, you have to study the two in Genesis 1 and 2. Study their relationship with God. Study their position and their location in the garden. again tonight with the one and only Kiss God Radio right here on loveradionetwork.com. Love is where it's at. Y'all, I'm excited about tonight's session. I'm Pastor P, and I want to thank you for being with me for the next 30 minutes of your evening. I'm truly thankful that you have logged on tonight to loveradionetwork.com. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. is Kiss God session. Kingdom International Singles Session. And I want to say thank you for telling people about us. But I want you to download that app, loveradionetwork.com, L-U-V, L-U-V, radionetwork.com. Listen, 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 listen. Tonight is a very, very, very special night. Part two of the myth of singleness, the myth of singleness. If you missed it, if you missed it last week, you got to go back to loveradionetwork.com and go to the archives, pull up Kiss God Radio, and there you will find all of the great sessions of Kiss God Radio. But last week was the myth of singleness, part one. This is part two tonight, and I'm so glad. But you got to listen. You got to invite, invite, invite. So go ahead. Knock on your the door of the neighbor right next to you and uh, call somebody, text somebody, do what you got to do, but get somebody on tonight. It's going to bless you. You got to get ready. I don't know if you're ready tonight, but you got to get ready. It's, it's simply what uh, people are saying. You know, I counsel uh, individuals. I counsel individuals and, and those who are married and those who are not married. But I, I'm, I'm realizing that a lot of the married couples say this. They say, I wish I knew then what I know now. I wish I knew then what I know now. And what Miles, Dr. Miles Monroe is talking about, he's trying to help singles to get ready. Whether you want to be married or not, the bottom line is to be kingdom singles kingdom singles. And I know a lot of people say, I don't need this. I don't want to hear this. And then later on down the line, you wish you listened. You wish you took more notes, better notes. You wish you paid attention so that you don't and you won't say, I wish I knew then what I know now. Well, y'all, listen. Dr. Miles Monroe got something to say, so let's pray. Father, we thank you for this session tonight. We thank you that you're already here. Thank you for every single man and single woman that is listening to this message tonight. Bless them. Cultivate their minds. Cultivate their hearts. God, illuminate their soul, O oh Lord. They turn to you tonight that they will be better singles. Father, they will have better relationships. Lord God, that they will have the right people in their lives and the wrong people that are there will move out tonight. We thank you, God, 
for what you're doing and what you're going to do. Thank you for loveradionetwork.com. Continue, Lord God, to expand. Continue to elevate. In Jesus' matchless name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. People of God, thank you and welcome back to part two of the myth of singleness, Dr. Miles Monroe. So when you want to study what kind of person to marry, you have to study the two in Genesis 1 and 2. Study their relationship with God. Study their position and their location in the garden. For example, for example, when you study, now I did this for 30 years, so I know what I'm talking about with authority. This man in Genesis 1 was not interested in marriage. So you want to meet a man who ain't interested? Uh-oh, we're in trouble now. Why? Because he was so focused on dominating the earth, naming the animals, fulfilling his purpose, he was busy on his vision. I don't want to touch that. It's too deep. Matter of fact, he was so focused, it was God who had to interrupt him to get him married. It was God who said, it ain't good for you to be alone. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. Most of you meet men who are in heat. They are not in purpose and vision. They are in passion. And you think they love you. <laughs> so if you meet people after chapter 3, you are meeting defective humans. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And if a defect marry a defect, you got yourself a defect and a divorce. Good. And we keep trying to get out of him what he used to have. But he can't produce what he has because he ain't where he was. And he demands from her what she had, and she don't have what she had because she ain't where she is. And so you end up with this drawing on each other, demanding on each other. And 99% of all relationships are destroyed because of one word, expectation. I didn't know you was like this. See, and then what they're saying is, I expected something better. I mean, you sing in the choir, brother. I didn't know you were so devilish. Thank you all very much, Adam and Eve and whoever this is. Praise God. Write this down, please. Jesus said, the only reason why you should leave your mother and father is if you find somebody in the beginning. Very important. In other words, he was proving to us that singleness is God's original plan. Don't look for marriage. Look for a single whole person. 
Here's a thought. It says, so they are no longer two, he says, but one. Therefore, what God joins together, let no man put asunder. In my book out there on singleness, make sure I get a copy. Everyone, I bought enough for everybody, I think. Make sure I get a copy. I do a whole chapter on who God marries. Because God doesn't marry everybody. Look at that verse. Whom means there's a distinction somewhere. <laughs> what God joined, what means there's some, some that he doesn't? Sometimes it's better for people to go downtown to the registrar and get married. They come down the aisle in a church and they are defects. And they want the pastor to work a miracle. You know the brother ain't saved, but you 50 and you're scared. You know this girl ain't right, but you want someone to call wife. And you want the pastor to work a miracle in one hour. Write this down. If he doesn't change to get you, he won't change to keep you. We got this idea that they'll change. Well, you already compromised. Why should they change? You've lowered your standards. You've reduced your value. Why should I change to keep you if I got you at my low value? Very important. Watch Jesus now. Verse 9. Anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman commits adultery. I don't want to get into that, but that's a deep one. Oh, I need to come back and teach you on just that because that is so difficult in the church today. Verse 10. The disciples said to him, and watch the disciples now. This verse 10 is interesting. The disciples said to him, if that is the situation between a man and a woman and his wife, it is better not to marry. That's in the Bible. See, the disciples understood what he said, and you don't. Let me give you a hint of what he said, because some of you still need to hear this. He said, you should, he said, there's only one reason why God in heaven allows divorce. Only one. And it's adultery. Now watch this. Therefore, God has no tolerance of these statements. I don't love him anymore. We grew apart. We're not close anymore. I don't like him anymore. I think she's gone crazy now. I lost my love for her. We just went apart. Let me tell you how dangerous that is. If you get a divorce for any other purpose than adultery, in heaven you are still married. This is a tough part of the session. That's why if you get a divorce for any reason other than adultery, you're still married in God's sight. So if you go with someone else, he says, you cause them to commit adultery because they are going with a married person even though you think you are separated. 
words of Jesus. When the disciples understood that, in other words, once you get into it, you are locked unless the person commits adultery. If they curse you, spit on you, beat you, cuss you, slap you, now listen to me, I don't agree with that stuff, okay? And I would advise you to leave the home. That would be my counsel as a pastor because you're not supposed to be abused. But even if you leave the home and go live by yourself or with your mama, you are still married. <laughs> y'all don't want the word y'all want someone to give you permission to do sin and I ain't got no interest in sin and so you separate from your husband or your wife because of some problem other than divorce as far as God is concerned you are still married and that's why Paul says if you separate you must remain alone and so you've been separated for 10 years and your spouse who you are married to with whom you are not living with has not committed adultery yet then you are still married So when someone winks at you in the church, in the choir, you must say, pardon me, I'm married still. And what are you waiting for? Waiting for my spouse to commit adultery. <laughs> that's good, that's good, that's good. <laughs> you see, the moment that they commit adultery, the covenant is broken, so you are free, Paul says, to marry again. Hallelujah. Everybody say, Phew. now you feel better now? Okay. But if they didn't commit adultery, you are locked into that union in heaven. That's why that disciple says, if that is the case, then it's better not to get into it. That is why marriage is called an institution. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God locks you in, throws away the key. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to slow down right now. All right, write this down, please. The singleness principle. Here it is. Singleness is the most important state of human development. It is. Secondly, singleness is the foundation of God's design for the human family. Very important. Why? Because God began the human family with one single human being, not a couple. People keep saying to me, well, the fundamental component of society is a marriage. That ain't true. Can study God's program. It's a single human. God built the entire human race on one single human. One. O-N-E. One. Very important. Therefore, God established forever that the foundation for all relationships 
is the single individual. What you bring to it is what it is. You don't marry people to improve yourself. You marry people to expose yourself. Please buy this tape. I'm going to say it again. You don't marry people in order for you to prove yourself, but to expose yourself. So singleness is the most important thing in relationships. That's why Jesus didn't get married. You don't need to be married to fulfill God's will for your life. important now why is singleness the foundation well you're gonna like this now this is gonna be so simple but I know that it will change your life forever write this down Genesis 1 so God created man in his own image in the image of God created him male and female what did God create male and female he didn't create married people and that's where Jesus went when he in Matthew 19 was talking about how relationships succeed. He says, stop focusing on marriage and focus on male and female. Why? Because marriage is like an omelet. It's only as good as the eggs. Let me say just one more time. Marriage is like an omelet. It is only as good as the eggs. Now, I did an experiment years ago when I was studying this, and this was over 28 years ago when I began to study single. I, I, was, I was counseling married couples at age 18 because of my reading and my knowledge. And I did an experiment. I took a rotten egg and a perfectly good egg, and I made an omelet. When I fried it, it was stink. And I discovered that no matter how good the good egg was, I had to throw the omelet away. It would stink. You know, Paul says, don't be unequally. No. Say, who are you yoking with? <laughs> Sometimes you think, well, they will change. No, they will change you. You can't go to church anymore. I don't like Bishop Butler. I don't want you to go there anymore, see? And here you were in the choir for 20 years, and you marry a bum. Relax. Enjoy your singleness. He made them what? Male and female. In other words, God placed a priority on singleness, not marriage. And here's the reason why. Because singleness is the first building block of the human society, not marriage. Write that down, please, because you've been taught the other way around. And if you don't get this right, there will continue to be divorces in this church. In our country, we have the lowest percentage of divorce in our church. I sit with pastors in our country and say, man, how's the situation? He said, man, I don't know what you're doing, but... 
you're doing something right. I said, well, look, before anyone can get married in our church, they got to go through a nine-month course that I and myself wrote. And why do you think they're not getting divorced? Because it's not love that keeps marriage together. Write that down. It is knowledge. Kissing is not protection against divorce. Knowledge. And that's what you're getting here today. And don't miss tonight and bring all your divorced friends with you tonight. Because they're going to get blessed tonight. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Number two, God began the human race not with a single, um, not with a couple rather, but with a single. And that's important because when you study how God did this, you see why the single is the critical issue. There are 6.8 billion people on earth right now and not one of them came from the soil. Come here, you're my friend today. Come stand with me. This is my, my, this, this is my friend. Stand up on this step right here for me, please. The, the step right there. Okay, good, yeah. Just look at me, all right? Now, God only made one human from the soil. Only one. He never went back. Anybody want to dispute that? Now, there's six billion here today. He only made one. He never went back to the soil. Never. And we got six billion. That means the entire human race is built on one single person. And when God made this one human being, very important now, he happened to be a male. Amen. So God's prerogative was the male shall be the foundation of the human family. most important part of this building is the foundation. Not these lights and these curtains. They're pretty, but they are not important. What's important here is the stuff you cannot see. More money went into this foundation than into this building. Why? Because the foundation have to carry the weight Oh, I want to talk a little bit. Let me give you ladies, uh, and by the way, I got two books over there. You must get them, please, because these are 29 years of study. One book is called The Power of the Woman. The other is called The Power of the Male. You have to read them and then exchange and read them both because you got to know about yourself and about the opposite sex. Here's something I found out. The male, if he's a real man, I'm talking about a real man, he is at the bottom of the foundation of his family, which means he don't talk. You see, let me put it this way. The foundation of this building, we don't even see it, but it's holding up everything. See, a real man ain't got to brag. He just holds up everything. Oh, come on, shout amen, women. A real man never tells a woman, 
I'm paying the bills here, you know. I'm the one who keeping the house. Shut up, man. You ain't a real man. Real men don't brag on nothing. All you do is you see their family steady, healthy, prosperous. Because the secret is a foundation underneath there. Holding up the wife and the children and the mortgage and the light bill and the water bill and the phone bill and the tuition and the clothing and the groceries. That's a real man. He doesn't brag on his responsibility. Shout amen, somebody. It's a real man. Secondly, foundations are very quiet. Listen, can you hear it? See, you don't hear nothing. Real men don't walk around announcing what they were supposed to do anyhow. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, this is just going to get a little heavy because I ain't got much time left. I only got 19 minutes. Boy, I tell you, this is crazy. Anyhow, listen. So, so you see, you have this, this is issue where God only made one human being, a single person. Now, what, if, you, if you study the book of, of Genesis, I ain't got time to get into it, but I'll just show you quickly. It says, and the Lord took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden. That's Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Write that down. Now, God begins to instruct this one human being. He's not talking to anybody else. He's talking to the one human being, it seems. And he said to this one single, he put him in the Garden of Eden. Everybody say Eden. Eden. Say it loud. Eden. Loud, everybody. Eden. Eden is important. Write the word Eden down. The word Eden is a Hebrew word which means spot. S-P-O-T. It also means presence. It also means open door. It's a powerful Hebrew word. It also means delightful spot. I wrote a whole book on this. Please get the book. It's called The Power of Praise and Worship. It's about that spot. The word Eden means what? Spot. Let me define it for you. The word Eden in Hebrew means the spot for the moment where the presence of God is an open door to heaven. Everybody buy this tape, please. You got to remember all this stuff. So the first place God took the male man is put him in Eden. What is Eden? The spot for the moment where the presence of God is an open door to heaven. That's why Adam never had to pray, never had to sing, never had to clap, never had to dance, never had to worship. Why? You do those to get into the presence. The guy was put in the presence. Oh, I wish I could be here for two more days talking about this stuff. It's so important to understand that the first thing God gave Adam was not a woman. He gave him his presence, which means the first thing a man needs is not a woman. He needs the presence. If you meet a man who shows interest in you, your first question should not be do you love me? Wrong question. The first question is, where are you? 
first question do you love his presence because if a man is in God's presence he could never slap you he could never curse you and God's smart the first thing he gave this male man was his presence that means when you meet a guy make sure you meet him in Eden Well, y'all, that about wraps it up for tonight. <laughs> Nothing else needs to be said. But ladies, seek his presence. Brothers, stay in his presence. This is Kiss God Radio right here on loveradionetwork.com. Y'all stay tuned for the one and only Dr. Charles Dean. Charlie Rock, take us to the bridge. Mm -hmm.